Hi, Louise. How you doing? Good, Thomas. How are you? Great, Stephen. How are you? Thomas, hi Louise. Uh, Louise, she's that kind of champion that's constantly look for new places. What's going on? Where are we today? Is it your home? Well, I wish it was my home. <laughs> no, it's Diane's lovely holiday management that um, she looks after on the canals. Very popular because people can bring their boats, bring their bring their water toys, jet skis, and um, yeah, it just happens to be vacant only for a few days between between. Um, really. Yeah. Mm. Just tell her I don't like her water. It's it, it's very calm. I've I've got I've got something that is w with ocean view. She can exchange with. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm a nice kind of guy, so we can exchange and have that. <laughs> no, it's very lovely, and we have a perfect day in port today. So yeah. So so is it those canal at the at north of Port Macquarie? Yeah, kind of just northeast, if you like. Right. Um, yeah. I'm on Hibar Drive, number 24 Hibar Drive at the moment. So, so, so this is for rental? Holiday management. Yeah. So how much, how much would that be a night? Oh, look, it's hard to say. Um, obviously, the busy times which we're in now. Yes. Um, you know, we only do week-long bookings. Yes. Um, we only do a couple of nights here and there. We only take week-long bookings. Yes. So I think from memory, it's about 2500 for the week. Right, Okay. But in saying that, you can fit quite a number of people in here. I think you can have eight adults comfortably stay, so plenty big enough. I wow. think over Christmas it might even be the peak weeks are slightly dearer as well. So you can reach three thousand, to be honest. Yeah. So. Wow, that is amazing. So, so what about if I wanted to buy it? What what would be the price of something like this? If you wanted to buy something like this today, you'd be. Close to a mil or just over a mil. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. But that's cheap, isn't it? Like, you yeah. think really, I know for Port Macquarie, you think that that's not, but for us, I mean, where would you buy something on the water for a million dollars? Yeah, but so, sorry, Stephen, that's tranquil water. I mean, that doesn't even move. That's that's like nest for mosquitoes all day long. This is why I think I was giving her a very good deal by exchanging it with my unit. <laughs> well. Like what you said, Stephen, in your area or Thomas's area, like I don't know that you'd even buy land for nearly a million dollars, I guess. But um, up here, yes. this is what you can get. Hence why we have a lot of people moving out of the city, coming, buying their beautiful mansion, if you like, and yep. um, and buying themselves an investment property at the same time because they've got the change to do so. Yeah, that's quite nice. So yeah. tell me a little bit about your market. How is it going up there? Well, the market's going fantastic. Holiday management, um, obviously, people are traveling everywhere they can, which is obviously with borders closed, that's not too many places. So Port Macquarie is very hot, you know, besides the odd day here or there that they're vacant between changing over of tenants, we're full capacity for the foreseeable future. So that's that's in high demand holiday management. Rentals, we currently still have zero available. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so there's a big demand for rental properties. I, I do feel sorry for the revolving door that we have in the office at the moment of tenants that are, have you got anything? Have you, no, sorry. And at the moment we can't tell you that we've even got anything coming up. Mm -hmm. So rentals is in high demand. Sales market's going fantastic. I think the team uh, put two sales together just yesterday alone, um, which is good. Yeah, and working on a couple of others. So yeah, huge. The market in every area at the moment is as busy as we've seen it for a while. But how, how, how is the stock coming um, along? The stock's low, Thomas. The stock is very low at the moment. Um, Look, I guess if you look at Port Macquarie and the surrounds, which takes in a, a huge area, the numbers still tell you that it's 601. But 
I mean, look, it's, as I said, a huge area. At the moment, we're carrying the least amount of listings we ever have, ever. So, um, you know, we've got the team actively out there finding those people that, um, you know, because everybody, doesn't matter what time of year it is, people still move. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. have to move and want to move and yes. for numerous reasons. So, yeah. No, the 601 takes into account a lot of land, also yep. retirement villas and retirement village complexes. So when you cut a lot of that stuff out, you're probably coming back to probably the lowest stock that Port Macquarie's seen as, as well as our office, but in a long time. I mean, last month we listed less properties than we sold. So we know, we're, you know, we're, we're now cutting into the stock we were carrying. Yeah. Yeah. So like to give you an idea, Port Macquarie and the area, uh, there was 93 sales. Yeah. Um, so you can see the number that is turning over is not being replaced. So actually, so home sellers who want to win the lottery ticket should put their property on now because if it's supply demand, isn't it? If you have short supply, you put your house up, uh, it's going to really fly at high ticket. Absolutely. And the thing is, too, a lot of people leave it to the end of the year or the beginning of the year. It's almost like a reset button for some people. Kids finishing school, people want to move at the beginning or the end. So it is a really opportune time to get a, a great price for your property. The yeah. buyers will pay a premium. We've been heavily explaining to people that we have an opportunity of a lifetime at the moment, but the lifetime of the opportunity is getting narrower by the day. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like the play of words. I like it, Louise. Do you know what? You're starting to sound more and more like someone who should be on Channel 10. Uh, and you're so natural right there. You know, it's like you just want to own the uh, the camera. It's good. How about the, the, the office that you own in Foster? How's that going? Yeah, um, look, Stephen, you you know as much as I, the, the team's going really well down there. We've recently recruited, recruited sorry, a couple of um, extra salespeople who are doing great things. But again, that market down there, currently only 170 properties, for, 107, sorry, properties for sale in that area. Wow. Um, yeah, and I think it was 36 or 37 that sold last month. So it is, it's, it's a, the same market as Port, just on a much smaller scale. Okay, so do you find that um, uh, agents are starting to become silly or is, is that still quite civil up in your area? Oh, look, I find well, that... I think that uh, my, my boat, my boat just, uh, <laughs> just went, went past there. Did you see it? <laughs> no, that wasn't your boat, Thomas. That was far too small. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I was going to say, what we find generally in a tough... Not a tough market if you're a seller, but if you're an agent, because, you know, I had a talk with one of my um, salespeople this week and I said, listen, agents are going to go out there and they're going to drop their commission and they're going to throw in marketing and they're going to do what they can because when they can't compete on the skill level, they've got to compete on the fee level. Yeah. But we don't compromise on that because we know what we're worth. Yes. Um, this is what you find in a market like this is agents will be very competitive. You know, there's been agents in the area that have actually done the, the sale for nothing, but just to have a signboard on a main road. That's crazy. I, I that's crazy. They're gonna give they're gonna give those home sellers their their house away for free too, but the home sellers don't know. This is the amazing thing, you know, for sellers to even make a decision to embrace a guy because he's charging you nothing, that would be like asking for someone to operate on your loved one because a house is is a big asset of yours so it'll be like asking someone to operate on your kid with if the guy says i'll do it for free i mean that would be amazing you know i mean you don't base it on that you 
before you pick one, you want to know, I mean, can I have a look at the numbers that you've done and how many people survived? I mean, that's probably the reason I, I employ you. you know? So can I have the name of some of your recent sales and then talk to them and see whether they were happy with you? Not, not the amount of price that they discount, correct? Totally, totally agree with you. I mean, we don't choose people to do anything in life if it's dealing with their biggest asset or you know, a, a yeah. life-saving approach. You don't choose them by how no. much they cost you. You choose them by reputation. And, you know, if people are willing to do it for free, to me, that only rings alarm bells. Yeah. Because it's not about them and their, in, in, when we're talking in the housing area, it's not about getting them the highest price. From day one, they've said, it's about me and my sign out the front and that's all matters. Yeah. That's, that's uh, Here's a question for you guys. Two days ago, the New South Wales budget came out with uh, the upcoming land tax to replace the, the stamp duty. What, what do you reckon about that? What, what's your thought about that? And what do you think about its impact on the property uh, market? You go first, Stephen, because this is your... Well, look, everyone's talking about it, but until we really get some more facts, they've really put the feelers out between now and March to decide what's actually going to happen. Because... You know, unless and, and the REI's already, Real Estate Institute's already come out and said, if you intend to replace one tax with another tax, we don't approve of it. Um, I mean, stamp duty is the biggest income producer for New South Wales as a state. So for them to give up on that, they're going to have to replace it with something else. So it really depends on what the replacement is. Yeah, it's going to be a lot easier for someone to get into a property if they don't have to pay stamp duty. But then if they're paying a, an additional fee every year of a couple of thousand dollars right. to on top of their rates and every other cost to, to own that property, it still might make it affordable, but it's going to make the cost of owning a property dearer. So I think if you divided the line down, it's probably a middle. 50% are talking about how great it is and we should buy a property. The other 50 are going, it's too good to be true. They'll take it from us give it back to us on one hand and take it from us another way. So, and again, it's only a, a thought out there till March to see what the people think about it. So anyone who buys a property now, and certainly the buyers and sales we've had this week aren't waiting for it. They're just jumping in and buying a property while they can. Yeah. yeah. It's funny actually, because we were talking about it yesterday in the office, obviously it's a top of mind subject at the moment. And what we likened it to, because like you said, Stephen, it's the biggest generator of income. So if they take that away, they won't take it away completely. There'll be something to replace it. And obviously with the lifestyle villages that we sell in these over 50s um, lifestyle villages, they have a, a weekly site fee because it's a land lease community. So we were heavily sort of having a bit of a laugh about it, talking about like maybe what we'll all have to do as homeowners is actually start paying a, a, a site fee for our own property at $150 a week like these other places do. And then the government re receives the world's biggest rent roll of every yep. homeowner in Australia. <laughs> so, yep. I mean, I can't see that they can take it away and not replace it with something. But uh, it's going to be replaced. It has to be because the, the state relies on stamp duty for that. Yeah. Um, it's just what they come up with is the opportunity. I mean, one of my landlords rang me and said, oh, this is going to be great. He said, um, they're going to in increase car insurances. And I said, what do you mean? He said, oh, you watch, that'll be the best way for them to cake up money. And he's only surmising, but he said, they'll just add $500 a year to everyone's car insurance and they'll soon make up the money. He goes, thank goodness I only have company cars and I don't own any of my own, but, you know, it's going to come from somewhere. So I, I think it's... It's like everything. Everything's too good to be true. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, if people are looking to buy, 
they should disregard it and and and, yeah. and do that because nothing really is changing in the short term. Well, well, look, they brought it out when they did the sort of budget, like as a part of the COVID budget when they brought it out earlier this year, and everyone sort of stopped suddenly and they came out and said, "Listen, it's actually not going to happen at this stage. We'll revisit it later in the year. Then we'll have to put it out to public to view as well." So I think the thing is. If you're going to wait to see it, you'll probably miss the boat because, I mean, the one thing I really love about the market now is in the previous market we are in, you go to someone who bought in 2015, 16 or 17 and you'd be a bit scared about going out that we weren't going to be able to get the price back for them because the market had dropped. But now it doesn't matter when they bought. I mean, you know we're going to go out and certainly beat the boom prices of the 15, 16, 17. So... It'll be the same thing. I think we are in a little mini boom happening at the moment. And if you wait for stamp duty to maybe not be available, the ten to twenty or thirty thousand dollars you were gonna save, you're probably gonna lose in the fifty thousand dollars you'll pay extra for a property. So my advice is definitely don't wait. Yeah, I agree. Any any good stories of buyers or sellers, a landlord, a tenant? Oh, we had the lovely um Norma, my vendor of a property we just exchanged this week, she's um, she was 83 on the 17th. Yes. And I, and I said to her, promise you I'll get that sold sign up before your birthday. We got it up the Friday before. Her birthday was on Tuesday. Uh. <laughs> so, but it was just really lovely, you know, 83 years old and she's going into a higher care place. So, you know, but having lived in the same property for 20 years and just a lovely lady. You know, and the thing that was so touching about the whole thing is because we work as a team, we each, you know, depending on the weekend that was, we each took turns at doing open homes and obviously inspections. So we all got to know her very well. Yeah. And we took her around a big bunch of flowers and a, and a cake on her birthday and everybody like... That's nice. Cheryl, Cheryl, it was actually Cheryl's day off on Tuesday, but she actually rang her to make sure that she wished her happy birthday. And then she came into the office just to say how thankful she was and... I think she said she'd sold nine times in her lifetime. And she said by far this was the most um, beautiful experience she's had. So that was quite nice. Yeah, but you know, uh, people don't get it because they think, you know, they put every real estate agent in the same basket. But I've said it a long time ago. You're like the mother hen, you know. You, you, You don't just have employees working for you. It's like a family around you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how that's what we call ourselves, actually. When we take on a new person, the first thing we say is welcome to the family. Um, because, you know, you, you both know what it's like. You spend more time with the people in your office than you do your own family sometimes. Yeah. We celebrate the big moments, but we also celebrate the small moments. And But we're like that with our clients, you know. That's quite um, nice. Even young Abby, who's just recently started a month ago or, or three weeks, whatever it is, I think she was always like this because she's such a beautiful person, but she's she's out there dropping gifts off and flowers off. And, you know, I spoke to her yesterday about a situation and she was actually just cold calling through the system, uh, a buyer. Well, it was a prospect, but it turned out she must have been a past buyer or something. But when Abby, Abby called her, she actually answered the phone, this young lady, and she was actually in tears. And Abby said, are you okay? Are you okay? And I won't go into too much detail, but the lady was actually sitting where she was in another state contemplating was life worth living. And Abby wow. actually spent, yeah, Abby spent 30 minutes on the phone to her and said, you know, I, I'm, I'm just an agent, but I'm here to talk to you. I'm not hanging up this phone until I know you're okay, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's so amazing of you, Abby. 
she's spoken to her four times since just to make sure she's doing okay and you know hey and the lady actually said to her i think it was only yesterday you know you don't know what you've done you've pulled me out of the darkness don't know you never laid eyes on you and abby sort of said to her well look maybe it was a coincidence your number was in our system she said funny thing is though i've never lived in port macquarie and i don't think i've ever registered as a buyer but it just turned out that her number was in our system but that's the kind of people that we have what a story that, that was 30 minutes of her time on the phone but I know some agents might have just went, sorry, caught you at a bad time, bye. You know, so that's the kind of things that, yeah, nearly makes me cry thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and another story that I've got for Port is um, we've got, and, and it's a bit, you know, you, when you join a group, as say, Wisery as a franchise, you, you always worry, will everyone get the same level of service as everywhere? You know, and that's why I guess you go into McDonald's and hope the hamburgers, the, the Big Mac tastes the same as the Big Mac everywhere. But one of my long-term clients, I'd looked after her dad for over 30 years and he recently passed away and she's sort of taken the family baton and they said they wanted to buy a property in Port Macquarie and who to deal with. So I asked Bruce to look after them for me and they recently bought the Surf Street property and Liz has just said that she was just so happy. She said, dealing with Bruce was like dealing with an older version of you you know, the office was this, everything she expected if she bought a property from our office, she yeah. got buying a property in Port Macquarie and she just it was really wowed by it. I mean, you guys are going to look after the property for them as well. But it, it was just the continuity of service. She wasn't disappointed. And I knew sending her up there that we have that. But it was nice for a member of the public to come back and go, you are right you've offered the whole service all the way across your brand. So it was just, and a good, as I say, long-term client, you know, so it was really good to have them have that warm and fuzzy feeling and dealing with their offices. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's, I think what they say, you become who you hang around. There's 100% truth in that. Wow. Listen, I, I now have seen a, a war in a unit. I now have seen a garden with cactus. Uh, now I've seen the canal. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to our next talk. I, I don't know what we're going to see. I might, um, I don't know. I, I might take you, I might take myself up comboing or something. We're a beautiful um, farmland area. I don't know. I'll surprise you. Surprise us. All right. <laughs> yeah. Catch up soon. All right. See you later. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.